How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. Well, it is a final, and uh, yeah, let's talk about what just happened. What did just happen? The results are not good. 11 innings and a Brewers 6-1 to loss. Game one of this three-game set against the St. Louis Cardinals. Welcome in, everybody. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's Evan Heffelfinger. My name is Tim Allen, and uh, yeah, just uh, box, uh, Boxberger. I got caught up in a very aggressive St. Louis Cardinals offense, and that's what occurred late in this game. As a matter of fact, uh uh, we went through and looked at 16 of the 41 plate appearances for the St. Louis Cardinals tonight, swung at the first pitch of the sequence. 12 of them came from the fifth inning on. You think about the aggressive nature of the St. Louis Cardinals, they clearly wanted to go on in attack mode, and they, they certainly did that against Boxberger uh, there in that 11th inning. But how did they lose this game? I, I would like to know from some Brewers fans, at what point do you think Craig Council buckles a little bit, changes a philosophy a little bit, and plays for a run with a bad offense? I mean, I hate saying that. I really do because there's some bad offenses. They're not the only ones, so I'm not just picking on the Brewers offense. But at, at what point do you just change up a little bit knowing full well that, you know, your guys just don't get the ball in play as much as you want. Your guys don't hit uh, for, for a batting average uh, as, as good as you want. The guys don't come through with, with two and three run homers nearly as much as you want. That might be the worst thing in Craig Council's mind right now is he's just not getting the big blast. It was a great game. It was, again, another playoff-type game. How about Freddie Peralta tonight? Seven innings of one hit, no run baseball. Man, and it, it does really make you wonder if, you know, how, and, and how good Corbin Burns and, and Brandon Woodruff and Freddie Peralta and Adrian Hauser are. To make that pay off, you're actually going to have to start scoring some runs, and help is on the way. 
some baseball activity, big time, ramping up for uh, Christian Yelich. Looks like Omar Narvaez is going to come back. That certainly is going to help, guys. It's, it's going to lighten the load, lighten the pressure on this offense. So that being said, since you're in the situation you're in, and that 217, 216 team batting average, you're not scoring runs like you should. It's a pitcher's duel nearly every night. At what point do you think Craig Council would play for a run? Knowing all that information, and the analytics can tell a big story here. That's the story for me. That 10th inning, that bottom of the 10th inning, I'm playing for a run. I'm playing for this victory. I'm putting that runner at third as quickly as I can, and I'm trying to if, – if, if I can't get a ball in play, I would even consider another bunt just because of the landscape and geography of this offense. 414-799-1250 as the Brewers uh, lose in 11 innings tonight and wasting just what a performance from Freddie Peralta. And that's the good news about, about this game tonight is that it makes me think about that four-man rotation. I, I include Adrian Hauser in there, guys, because I think he's slowly starting to put together one hell of a good season. And that is flying under the radar right now. But offensively, I don't even know what to say. I, 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 I have no idea how to, how to even come up with a solution outside of getting healthy. I mean, that's the only thing I can come up with. Well, I guess I can come up with a few things more. Uh, you make better decisions. You help out the offense as best you can. And I don't know all the ins and outs on the strategy, and nor does anybody on this new extra inning rule. It's just, it's new. It's so new to all of us. The strategic part of this is kind of fun. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer in any of this. But if you look at the ways um, a decent offense gets a ball in play in those situations to get runners over, Cardinals did it twice tonight. The, 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 the ball is in play to get the runner over. I mean, that has to be sort of a, a, a team philosophy, doesn't it? It can't all be on the individuals. You know, they're smart. They're grown men. You, you can't just tell them what to do. You can't go out there and tell them what to do on every pitch. I agree. But you can sure control things a little bit better when the offense isn't clicking for you. They're going to click a, a lot better than what they are now. But in the meantime, come on, Craig. You, gotta, you can't tell me you didn't think about it in the 10th inning. I don't even want to go over the game, game recap, to be honest. I really don't. Let me let me just uh, find my notes here and get to, get to that get to that tenth inning. They um, I, first of all, I thought Jackie Bradley Jr. hit a walk off homer in the ninth inning. I, I was almost celebrating at the time. Ball just wasn't carrying. The other thing I do want to say uh, in, in defense of the offense a little bit, they should have had way more run. This should have been a Brewers victory with any sort of luck. Balls were barreled up all night long and just right at people It's just it found Cardinals gloves. I mean, that's, that's just what, that's just what happened. Uh, let's see here. Let me, let me get to, uh, let me get to 
the ninth inning, by the way, the uh, JBJ, I mentioned that. Uh, Brewers did have three Rockets in that ninth inning. And again, the luck just, just, just wasn't there for them. Okay, so you get to the uh, bottom of the 10th inning. It's a tie game. Automatic runner Billy McKinney at second base. Avi Garcia to pinch hit right there in the pitcher spot. Does Luke Maley bunt? Does Jacob Nottingham bunt? Do you ask a pitcher to bunt there? Get a runner. Get Billy McKinney over to third. Would you guys play it that way knowing the Brewers' offense is scuffling here? 414-799-1250. McKinney, the auto runner, tie game. You need one run, you, you win this game. So instead, Avi Garcia on the first pitch flies out, doesn't get the job done. He doesn't move the runner over. They then intentionally walk Colton Wong to face Lorenzo Cain. Still, again, though, here, you, you've got to have a base hit, basically, to get that run in. Cain strikes out on three pitches. Tyrone Taylor uh, in that sequence to Taylor with two outs. Of course, the wild pitch there, which kind of makes you even think uh, more of uh, 2020 hindsight. Uh, maybe that wild pitch happens when, when you bunted that runner over. And uh, Taylor doesn't doesn't get the job done. He works at 2-1. Uh, by the way, that was a horrible uh, strike call. That put Taylor behind the eight ball at 2-2, and he strikes out. So I'll rewind the tape for you. Bottom of the 10th inning, tie game. Do you play for a run if you're Craig Council, knowing that your offense is struggling? This is nothing new, Craig. You guys know this Brewers offense. It will get better. I'm, con- I'm, I'm absolutely 100% convinced of that. But just for now, would you work with that team to just kind of bunt him over and then get him in with a sack fly or a, whatever it might be. Ball in play, wild pitch, whatever, by my goodness. Maybe even a hit <laughs> in that situation. Possibly a hit. Uh, Freddie Peralta, uh, Evan, if you want to rack up this, this, this highlight I will play. Freddie Peralta finishing up his outstanding performance tonight, getting the final out in that seventh inning. One out away from a very, very good outing for Freddie Peralta. 95 pitches. Tyler O'Neill, couple of strikeouts. Ground ball to short. Backhanded Urias to Wong in time. Seven scoreless innings for Freddie Peralta against the Cardinals. There it is on Bally Sports, Wisconsin. Freddie Peralta getting it done tonight. Seven innings, just one hit, no runs, a walk. Did hit a man and strikes out eight in the performance. Been just shy of amazing this year, along with Brandon Woodruff, along with Corbin Burns, along with Adrian Hauser. Future looks bright, folks. It does on that mound. But, man, you keep wasting performances like this. This is the biggest problem we have here. 19 and 17 is their mark here, which isn't horrible. Let's, uh, you know, let's realize that. That's not such a horrible uh, record, all things considered. The injuries, the lack of offense. 
but you're 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 in a one-run game, you're in a tie game, just about on on a nightly basis, and the game just just got away from you uh, in that eleventh inning. And, and you know, Boxberger isn't going to be perfect. These guys aren't going to be perfect. I I get that. I you know, if if it were me, I, I'm not sure that this game ever makes the eleventh inning. I got to play for a run. Don't you wonder, Evan? I'm going to ask you first. Don't you wonder when Craig Council will just buckle a little bit and play for a run in these tight situations? It doesn't necessarily have to be extras. It could be a leadoff double in the eighth inning of a tie game. Don't you, don't you wonder when he's going to buckle or if at all he ever will? I, you have to wonder about it. And you would think, I'm 24. I like a lot of some of the things that baseball is doing to try to speed the game up and analytics and everything. But I am such a big fan of the sacrifice bunt. With one out, it gets a little bit iffy with me just because we know how well or how well the Brewers Unless don't it's the hit. Pitcher. I mean, you're, you're not going to bunt a runner over it with, with one out. Um, I mean, I'm good with that, unless it's the pitcher. But in that situation, you know that you just went through your best three pitchers out of the bullpen and that anything else after that is going to be a step backwards going up against the heart of the St. Louis lineup. It's another good point. Yep. You have speed out there at second base. You should be trying to bump that runner over or at the very least just make contact and push the ball to the right side so that he can go to third base or hit it to anywhere in the outfield besides right at Harrison Bader. You should be Cardinals doing did it twice, every, both in the 10th and right. the 11th. They got that runner over. You should Without be doing the bunt. everything in your power to get that guy from second to third. You know, screw the home run. Your job is to make contact with the baseball. That's it. And this team just can't do it. No, so you and that's, have, why, that's why you wonder when Craig Council is going to help them out a little bit. They need to start bunting, especially if they're going to keep losing like this. They should have won this game. I'm not even saying it's it's going to be a, a regular uh, habit here. That's that's not what I'm expecting. That's not what I'm hoping for. Just certain situations, I got to wonder if he's tempted to do it. Tonight would have been that situation. Right. It's not like you're going to be sacrifice bunting every time you get a runner on no. first or something like that. No. But in this game, why wouldn't you sacrifice bunt in the 10th inning with your guy who's in the nine spot, when you know that you have Colton Wong, who's two for four and wants to do well against his former team, and they may up. have pitched around him. They may have put him on to put runners at the corners with one out. And, and again, then we're you talking have, about the tenth inning. Then you have your guy Lorenzo Canum, yep. who's back, and you can trust him to make contact, even though he didn't. No, but if the runner's at third base, maybe he looks at that AAB a little bit different than he did. Absolutely. So at that in that situation, I like that they went with Avi. He's been your best hitter in May. But at the same time, maybe you should have been playing small ball. You've got a different catcher out there. Yachty was pulled prior to that. Yeah, they so would have won the game on that pass ball. If, if the bunt is successful. Now, again, we, we all assume that the bunt would be successful. We, we can't assume that, but at least the attempt there. So let's say it is. So, um, Avi Garcia or whoever you put up there, I- I'm going to guess that one of the two knows how to bunt, Luke Maley or Jacob Nottingham. One of the two is, is going to be f- forced up there to, to lay one down. And 
if the runner's at third, that brings up Colton Wong. If they choose to put him on as first and third, then he's wreaking havoc over there at first base. He probably ends up possibly with catcher's indifference going to second base. Now you're looking at second and third with just that one out and Lorenzo Cain out. Again, it changes the whole complexion of that inning. And I am just wildly curious if Craig Council is is ever going to just take a step back and, and acquiesce a little bit and just say, you know, in this situation, I think I'm going to play for the win here. I'm going to play for the run. I'm going to play for the run here. I can't guarantee that the bunt's going to get down. I, and if it is, I can't guarantee that Lorenzo Cain or Colton Wong's going to get the ball in play. I totally trust Wong to get the ball in play. But they may have just put him on, which is what they ended up doing anyway. Um, but, I mean, and there's no guarantee that Lorenzo Cain gets it, gets it in play. But what was the alternative? What is the alternative? The alternative is a bad offense. That's that's the other side of this. Go by what you do know. Start with what we do know. We do know that this offense is not on a good roll right now. I shouldn't say they're a bad offense. They're a struggling offense big time. I, I can't say necessarily bad offense because all their guys aren't there. Guys, let's face it. We, we have to look at it that way too. But what we do know is they're not getting it done. The configuration that's out there right now, they're not getting it in play in those situations. So let's help them out. When do you think Craig Council is going to just say, you know what, I got to do this. And it's, it's, it's the geography of my offense right now. I'm going to lay one down. I'm going to hope to get a fly ball and win this baseball game. Two batters. That's it. Could take two, bat- could take two pitches and you'd have had a win tonight. 414-799-1250. We're talking Brewers baseball tonight. A tough one at American Family Field tonight as uh, the Brewers fall. The brilliant performance from Freddie Peralta. We're going to hear from Craig Council. We'll hear from you guys. And uh, I just, um, I don't know if he's Craig Council's ever going to get there to bunt or to play for a run at a given moment, a given time, a given situation, a given matchup, a feel, a gut. Uh, we'll probably hear one uh, from uh, Freddie Peralta as well as we move along tonight. Sapella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. This game was a lot better than a 6-1 final. I'll tell you that. 11 innings, Brewers fall in game one of the three-game set. We'll be back 12.50 a.m. The Fan and Odyssey Station. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan, call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Yeah, welcome back. 11 innings, 6-1. The St. Louis Cardinals take game one of this three-game set, and uh, we're talking about it tonight. It uh, it comes to the point where, where it's the you know, same old uh, song and dance here. It's, it's the offense, and you just, boy, you know, you stack so much pressure on this bullpen that once in a while it's, it's going to have a little buckle there. But 
man, the starting pitching has just, again, been outstanding this year. And there, there's your positive. That's big time. Pitching overall has been really good this year. There's no question about it. We all, we all are well aware of this. You imagine if it, this offense were just a, I don't know, 11th in all of baseball. They would not be 19 and 17. I would promise you that. But since you are you know, waiting for these guys to get healthy, since you're not putting balls in play, your strikeouts are high, you're playing these, these close games here, now, I just wonder uh, when Craig Council would make the decision to play for the run and the win there by doing a little small ball. And, and uh, you know, I, a lot of people will, will say that that term small ball is sort of a negative thing. That's just not baseball anymore. You know what? With these new extra inning rules, it might be back in baseball. Nobody is an expert on this extra inning rule. We're all trying to figure this out. But I do know this. That Brewers offense is struggling. And until they stop struggling, you've got one shot at it. You burn through Williams. You burn through Hayter. You burn through Fireisen. You know it's going to get a little bit weaker as you move along in this game. So bottom of the 10th inning, since you've burned your three studs there, play for a run, Craig. Come on. I was just begging. Just just try it. Just one time now. Come on, baby. Try it one time. Maybe it's a gut feeling, counsel. Maybe it works. You don't even need a hit. That's the crazy thing about this new extra inning rule. It surprises me it doesn't happen more often because, you know, in theory, now this, again, is all theory. You can't guarantee a bunch down. You can't guarantee you get a, a fly ball for a sack fly. But what I do know is that you don't need a hit to win a baseball game, which I'm really tempted as a, as a longtime baseball guy. I'm s- super tempted testing that theory that I don't need a Wait a second. I don't need a hit. And I can win this baseball game with a couple of properly placed baseballs. Now, again, easier said than done. But just the curiosity is just killing me on this. 414-799-1250. Let's go to Tim listening on the Odyssey app in Albuquerque. Tim, welcome to the show. Hey, Tim. How are you tonight? It's, uh, I, hate, I hate to call. It's always, uh, I think I'm, I call when I, I have to vent, but I, I feel better. And, uh. You know, this conversation, we could rewind to 2020, to 2019, to 2018, to 2017, and somewhere during each season, we've had the same discussion, haven't we? I mean, agreed. Uh, bad R- uh, RSIP and, uh, and, and yeah, and, and, and council playing for a run. I mean, it just got to tear the heart out of every Brewer fan, the starting pitching performances that have been wasted. And as you pointed out, this game should not have gone into extras, but anyway, uh, but I'll, let me share something with you. When, when, when these things happen and, and the Brewers had that own four uh, series in Philly, mm-hmm. I go back to YouTube and I watched the ninth inning of the 1987 and I feel better. So, <laughs> if you've never <laughs> done you that, go. try it, Tim. It, 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 you know, it's probably one of the best Brewer comebacks ever. So, anyway, uh, 
you know, they'll turn it around. I think you're right. But you were you spot on everything you said. Thank you. Thank you, Tim. 414-799-1250. It's just not his style. We're all pretty aware of it. Craig Council's style is just not to play that way. And, and he obviously has had tremendous success doing it his way. But he's done it his way with guys like Christian Yelich, Yasmani Grandal, Mike Moustakis, Travis Shaw, Jesus Aguilar, Eric Thames. Ryan, Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun's. That's, see, that's a little different than Billy McKinney and Jackie Bradley Jr. and Luke Maley and Tyrone Taylor and Luis Urias. Guys, it's a lot different. So do you, do you then keep the same philosophy based on your philosophy, or do you change just slightly based on your personnel for now, just for now? I'm not saying reinvent your philosophy because it's been known to be successful, but know this, that it's kind of apples to oranges, Craig. It kind of is. So why wouldn't you help out? The other thing to think about, and I made mention of this last week, guys like Pablo Reyes, Billy McKinney, Luke Maley's, they probably excel in roles like that, much more so than would a Travis Shaw, who's been a middle-of-the-order hitter probably since he's been 10 years old and has really not consistently had to be uh, had to be the guy that has been asked to bunt. We have to consider that too. We're not going to ask Yasmani Grandal to lay down a bunt here. Over the years, we're not we're not asking we're not asking that. But of the Reyes's, Nottingham's, Maley's, McKinney's, Robertson's, all these guys, they're probably a lot better at it. But I will give credit to the St. Louis offense for doing it their way, uh, and they attacked, and they went into attack, uh, attack mode. I asked Evan to just take a look at the game log here, and you counted 16 of the 41 plate appearances that were uh, first pitch swinging for the St. Louis Cardinals offense. And right, about... and almost all of them were late in the game. I think it was like the Fifth inning, sixth inning, and they'd only had one or two up to that point, and then everything else, they just kept swinging at the first pitch, and the Brewers kept throwing first pitches, and it burned you in the eleventh inning. It it did, it did, it got you in the eleventh for sure. But it, they uh, they certainly uh, they knew their backs were against the wall too, guys, and that's something to think about. That they may have changed their strategy a little bit, unlike the Brewers tonight, changed their strategy to say, oh man. We're facing those three guys, Fireisen and Williams and Hader. We, j- j- hey, just be aggressive and go at them. That's what they did. And the Brewers got through it until that, uh, until that you know, 11th inning, and, and they hit a couple of big bombs, which the Brewers don't hit. They just don't, they don't do that this year. <laughs> Not yet. They will. I, I do believe that. I think Keston's going to be back. And Keston's going to hit a two and three run homer multiples this year. I believe that. 
I believe Christian Yelich is going to do the same thing. He's going to lighten the load on Travis Shaw. He's going to come up with more homers. All of these guys are going to, going to hit better. Omar Narvaez. But, man, that just drives me crazy sometimes. I don't know. I don't know when he's going to change the philosophy a little bit, just for now. You know, it, it may be a moot point, too. The question may be just outdated already because of the health of Omar Narvaez and, and Christian Yelich coming back soon. Uh, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the fan. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Jamie. When does Council change his philosophy a little bit? Next season, maybe, when he's fired. <laughs> <laughs> no. Playing, coach another team. I, what an effort by Freddie. Wasted. Wasted. Yep. One run, no runs. Seven innings. Uh, so it's a sixth inning. They're up one. I forget who's on second. I said, bump this guy over. There's no outs. Now you got a guy in third. What do they do? Strike out. Pop up, strike out. You know, I don't get it. Hey, uh, what about the 10th inning? Hold on. We knew it'd be hard, right? Yeah, this is this is, uh, this is a little are brutal. Damn good. But Cardinals are a good baseball team. And yeah. uh, were you on that mock draft today? Yes, sir. Yeah, tell your guys, watching TV is not a hobby. <laughs> I tried. I tried, Mike. All right, thanks for the call, buddy. Uh, 799-1250. Yeah, yes, you might want to log, log on to the Odyssey app. How about Brewers baseball? Is that a hobby? Would that be considered a hobby? It's more a heart attack than anything, but yeah, these days, a stress. Wow. We have to get to Craig Council. Um, he's got to be real. All of us are pleased, including him, with Freddie's performance tonight. Mike, you just mentioned it. Uh, his performance was outstanding tonight. Seven innings, just one hit given up. Uh, no runs, eight punch outs. He was just dealing tonight against a good St. Louis Cardinals team, to put it into perspective. Brewers just got off a run of 17 games in 17 days. So did the Cardinals. 17 games, 17 days. Brewers end up 8-9. and nine. Cardinals in those 17... 13 and 4. Now 14 and 4 in their last 18. You got to slow that roll, and that comes uh, into play tomorrow. Brandon Woodruff on the hill, but still a lot to get to tonight. If you want to jump in here, 799 1250, let's get to Craig Council next. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove, 6 1, 11 inning loss. We'll be right back, 1250 AM, the fan, and Odyssey Station. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. 6-1 final, 11 innings, and things uh, really got away from uh, Brad Boxberger in that uh, 11th inning, a two-run homer to Goldschmidt, a three-run shot to Tyler O'Neill, and that, that was it. Brewers did load the bases. In fact, is this any sort of moral victory that um, the tying run did end up on deck for the crew? Hmm. But... <laughs> But what I'm saying is, uh, 
is a small ball of philosophy. And I'm not, uh, again, I, I know we receive a lot of calls. Why, why doesn't he do small ball? I don't know. I, I don't know why. I, I, I guess the analytics say that, um, you know, you just play for the big inning and launch uh, angle era has uh, has made the bunt disappear, the sacrifice, the hit behind runners, the hit and run, the steal, uh, all of these things, just uh, just to the past. Well, uh, I will say this, that g- given this Brewers offense right now, no doubt I would have I would have bunted, played for a run in the 10th inning. Just play for the run right there, see what happens. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Before we get to Craig Council, let's get uh, let's squeeze in one more here. Mike, you're next. Another Mike. You're on the fan. Uh, you're bringing up some. Wasn't Council known as a scrapper? I mean, you know, to gouge out a, a hit or a bunt and uh, you know move a guy over. I mean, I just, uh, I really just, I try not to, to be too critical of him because I'm not that sharp of a baseball mind, but. Man, um, guys got to know how to punch. You got a guy on second in that ninth inning. Uh, well, anyhow, I Tenth. disagree with you, and uh, I- I'm frustrated the game got that far out of hand after what Peralta did. And man, what are we going to do if the pitching, you know, starts to come down to earth a little bit? Hopefully they won't. But um, these this offense has to get going, and uh, yeah. I think, like you said. Council's got to help him a little bit. Okay. Play for a run, Mike. I got you. 799-1250. You do wonder also, uh, on a more positive uh, note, you mentioned the pitching. Uh, They'll come come down a little bit. That that may be true, but they're they're not going to go all the way down. It's just not – there's too much talent. They're on too good of a roll. They're just – they're finding themselves, Adrian Hauser and Freddie Peralta, Woody and and Burns. That – I'm telling you guys, there aren't many teams right now. Now, granted, here we are, May, what's the day, 12th? 11th. 11th? We're May 11th here, and we need to keep that, uh, understand the gravity of that. But on May 11th, there aren't many teams that go four deep starting rotation with the talent and the results that these guys are putting out. In all of baseball, and and someone's going to say, well, whoa, wait a minute. What about those Mets? You Show me the Mets. What about the Dodgers? All right, maybe Bauer, Bueller, uh, Kershaw. I don't know where you go from there. Four deep with these this sort of talent and these sorts of results. It's just outstanding. One of the best in baseball. One of the best front fours in baseball are the Milwaukee Brewers. That's pretty cool. And that's going to be fun. And it's going to be a fun summer all summer long. But if the offense doesn't get going, it's going to be nail-biting. It's going to be situational baseball like it's been. For almost 40 games here, we're almost at the quarter turn. It's going to be just like this unless the offense improves to a degree where it's at least bearable, <laughs> acceptable. But even despite that, get used to the nail biters. This is what happens. That game got away from them in the 11th inning. This is a great game. This is a playoff game. 
that you saw tonight. Now, I just wonder if the stakes were higher if if Craig would have played for a run there in the 10th inning. If this were a you know, a September game or or a postseason game. I think you might see a little different philosophy right there with Mr. Council. This is my opinion, but I think you probably would have. He did say on the flag pregame today that these games are important. These games, and he, he mentioned a lot of what you guys mentioned and a lot of what we say. To me, this is a pennant race right now. But he did confirm what you guys have said a lot, and that is these games here in May matter as much as September. That's, those were his words. So he's with us on that. He is. But when push comes to shove, if this were a postseason game, I'm thinking if that offense is still in the same state, he plays for the run there. He goes for the win. Let's hear from uh, Craig Council. If you want to join the conversation, 414-799-1250. As the Brewers fall in 11, 6-1, a five-run 11th inning. Boxberger beat up a two-run home run, a three-run shot. Here's manager Craig Council. Craig, Freddie has delivered uh, a number of these outings now where not many hits. Uh, they're, they're not putting a ton of balls in play. Um, you sort of seeing him continue to develop into a pretty good weapon in the rotation. Yeah, I mean, he's been that since, since day one of the season. Um, you know, I think we we knew that in spring training. He, he was going to be he was going to have a real good season, and he's he started it off that way. So he's all right. We need to fix that right there. <laughs> that, that's a great question, uh, Adam McAlvey, and and we we've got to hear that answer in some regards. So, uh, sit tight where you're at right now. Is are you good? Let's find out. Oh, <laughs> okay, that's not a good way to do it. Bungee jumping in radio is probably not a good idea, but let's let's check it out. Here's counts. Craig Freddie has delivered uh, a number of these outings now, where the just. Not many hits. Um, they're, they're not putting a ton of balls in play. Um, you sort of seeing him continue to develop into a pretty good weapon in the rotation? Yeah, I mean, he's been that since, since day one of the season. Um, you know, I think we, we knew that in spring training. He was going to have a real good season, and he's, he started it off that way. So he's, he's, he's a good pitcher. He's got a, he's got more weapons now, um, and it's it, it's tough to get hits against them. Um, and he came out today, and he was kind of locked in from right away. Um, it was a it was a really dominant outing from him. Craig, as as many balls as uh, you guys hit hard during stretches of that game, and as many chances as you had to score runs, is it hard to believe you only got one across? Yeah, I mean, we we just didn't get the next hit, and and sometimes you know we had a couple balls to the wall. Um, you know, Jackie lines out, and a, a you know we we couldn't find a hole, and and so ultimately it's um, you know there was one hit with a man in scoring position ultimately, um, and, and so you know we did we that's going to be tough to score then. So, um. You know, that ninth inning against Gallegos, we hit three balls on the screws and, and got nothing to show for that one. So there there was some there was some good innings. There was pressure, but 
but we just kept kept coming up empty. Craig, it's been a bit since we've asked you about the ball itself. And I think you said maybe early May you'd have a feeling. I think there were four or five that were sort of warning track fly balls. Um, do you think that's the result of the baseball or is that just the way tonight went? I, I don't, I, I wouldn't be, I'd just be guessing. Um, I don't know. No. Um, um, I'm not, not, I have, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I really don't. I don't have any idea. Do you have thoughts just in a bigger picture about the impact of that change so far that change or after watching what five weeks of baseball games? Um, no, I mean, I, I think the pitching is really good. I mean, that's what that's the, you know, the pitching is, uh, it, it's tough to score against guys. Um, so I, I don't know if the ball's got a ton to do with it. Um, I think we're facing really, you know, it feels like the pitching has um, got a bit of a leg up. Craig, that, uh, that inning when they tied the game against uh, Devin, um, they sort of showed the benefit of putting the ball in play. Um, you, know, you have a single and a walk and all of a sudden two flight balls and you got to run out of it. It just seems to make so much difference sometimes you're putting a ball in play as opposed to striking out. You, you know, your, your hit has struck out a bunch with runners in scoring position. Um, yeah, I mean, I think um, I think we made a pretty good pitch to Carpenter that that was a strike. Um, that, that that to me was a strike and a strikeout, and that, I think that changes that inning. Um, but uh, they, they they did a nice job that inning against Devin. They jumped on a first pitch strike. Um, you know, ended up getting a walk and, and um, the contact got him, uh, got him a run. Craig, what about the carryover of just, you know, being able to get a little deeper into the bullpen, putting some pressure on their bullpen? Yeah, well, I mean, both teams obviously used used um, a lot in, a, in an eleven inning game, so I, I think both teams kind of pay for it the, the next day. Um, and that that's going to be the case. There's going to have to be some different guys, um, you know, because of that. But well, uh, you know, they they used a couple of guys, two innings apiece, and then we used a bunch of guys, and that are that have been used a little bit uh, the last four four days. So it's um, both teams have, you know, you play a game close, tight games like that. You know, both both teams are going to pay the price. Craig, I, I know Avi pinch hit there in the, toward the end, but was there anything going on with him for not starting against the left-handed pitcher? Yeah, he's had some back issues the last couple of days, actually, uh, including Sunday in Miami. Um, that we're, we're just trying to get him off his feet here and um, um, you know avoid a full nine innings. He's been available, so um, it's 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 just that where we got to just get him off his feet, and hopefully that that gets us some improvement, but. Um, that's what's been going on with him, but yeah, he was, he was in the lineup, uh, Sunday and, and then, you know, he would, he would have been in the lineup today. Um, but we're, we're being careful with that back. Craig, there was also interest in, in Steve Carsey serving as the pitching coach tonight. Can you, can you say what was up with her? Um, he has, he had a family situation that he had to attend to.
Craig, what can you say about the way your guys pitch to the middle of their order for most of the night? Arenado and Goldschmidt are such good hitters and have obviously given you guys trouble and lots of teams trouble. But um, until that 11th, um, your, your guys have done a good job against them. Yeah, I mean, Arenado is, you know, he's locked in right now. I mean, his at-bats were um... – they, they were, they were dangerous. He had, he had great at bats against Freddie. I mean, the, the, you know, the first, first at bat, he had a really tough pitch. The second at bat, he, you know, just missed one. So um, we could probably caught a little, you know, it was foul, but by the slimmest of margins, it looked like from our end. Um, and then a couple of guys made, made some good pitches to him, but um, you know, that's, that's kind of where they're built around is trying to get, you know, you got to get through those guys a lot. And um Unfortunately, we had to get through them one too many times. Anything else for Craig? Craig Brett, uh, Box has been so good for you guys, too. I was looking, he's only been scored on one time all year, just the night where he hung a couple of pitches. Yeah, I mean, he left, just left the cutter out over the plate to, to Goldschmidt, um, you know, unfortunately. And, um, and then, then O'Neal just got one in the air. So box has, box has been really good for us and really valuable for us. Um, you know, just, just had an off night. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. 6-1 final. You just heard from Craig Council right there as uh, the Brewers offense leaves 12 runners on base in this one. Hey, uh, you heard one of the reporters uh, talk about not getting the ball in play, and they do. That's the difference here. That, But we have to consider the injuries and not having your main guy. You're missing, in theory, Keston Hira, Christian Yelich, and Omar Narvaez, and, and uh, Avi Garcia. I mean, any, any team, you take those four out of this equation here, and you're going to struggle to a degree. That being said, do you help it out a little bit? Uh, maybe especially when you're getting pitching like the Brewers are, Woodruff, Burns, Hauser, even Anderson uh, upon his return. A little bit of a shorter uh, outing, but pitched well, three scoreless the other day. But uh, Freddie Peralta tonight, just just dynamite. Eight strikeouts, no runs, just a hit given up. And uh, that's our play of the game here. Two outs in the seventh inning, and he's going to finish his night. One out away from a very... Very good outing for Freddie Peralta. 95 pitches. Tyler O'Neill, couple of strikeouts. Ground ball to short. Backhanded Urias to Wong in time. Seven scoreless innings for Freddie Peralta against the Cardinals. Yeah, there it was on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Jeff Levering and uh, uh, Chris Singleton on the call right there. Really like Levering on the TV side. Like him on the radio side, but like him on the TV side uh, as well. There's your play of the game with ABC Audio Video. And uh, more fans at American Family Field. We'll give you the news on that uh, after the break here. Also uh, announced uh, today, Corbin Burns is going to start on Thursday. That's great news. Yelich and Omar getting uh, really close. Jordan Zimmerman calls it quits. He retires again 
Lindblom's going to be activated. Uh, Brent Suter was activated back from the uh, bereavement list. So some moving parts here and things uh, at least pointed in the right direction in terms of personnel. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Tim Allen, after an 11-inning 6-1 loss, we'll be right back, 1250 AM. The fan, it's an Odyssey station. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. All right, welcome back, guys. 6-1 final, 11 innings it took, and it was a 5-run 11th, uh, 11th inning for the St. Louis Cardinals. And we'll get Freddie Peralta here in just a second. Uh, but since we're on the uh, topic of sacrifice bunts, now we've been doing a little deeper dive into this thing a little bit to get you guys up to speed here. We'll start with Craig Council himself. Now, again, different type eras in baseball. So t- take that uh, for what it's worth. But Craig Council in his uh, uh, playing career, 16 years, laid down an average of six sacrifice bunts, successful sacrifice bunts per season on average, 57 in his career, six on average. And think about that. That's just one player. That's just, that's just him on that particular team that particular year. The Brewers uh, this year have four successful sacrifice bunts, in the uh, shortened season last year in 2020, not one sacrifice bunt. Not a one. Going back to when he had some, you know, studs to hit hit home runs and score, you know, crooked crooked numbers in a particular inning. What did they have in in 19? 20. 20 sacrifice bunts in 19. What did they have in 18? Get ready for this. They had 29. That's when he had studs that were hitting the ball into Lake Michigan. Yoli Chassin himself had nine that season. <laughs> okay. Well, the, now with the pitchers, I take that with a grain of salt because I expect that. So that, that I, I don't necessarily count. But if you're looking at a player like Craig Council, who's not a guy that hits two and three run homers, and you look at his career, that's the type of, of, of style that he had. He, he was a grinder that way. And I consider some of these other guys as grinders too. No disrespect, but they hit the bottom of the order for a reason. Those are the guys that might excel at the sacrifice bunts moving a runner over, playing a big role in a victory. I don't know. Just, it's just curious, and it's, it's killing me. It's, 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 it, it really is. I mean, with an with a, uh, offense that is uh, definitely challenged right now, I think they have a better chance to win this game tonight if you attempt the bunt in the bottom of the 10th inning to move the auto runner over to third. I think you had a better chance to win this baseball game than we even know. 
We, do, we just don't know. What we do know is the offense isn't getting the ball in play. They're not hitting with runners in scoring position. That's all the things we know. So, I don't know. I, I just wonder if the, the same situation comes up again tomorrow. Bottom of the order. You're, you need a run for the win, not the tie. The win. We're talking practice. No, 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 not a game. Practice. No, not just a tie. We're talking a win. I wonder how tempted he is. I wonder if his kids, his kids are old enough to, to talk baseball with him. I wonder if they ask him questions like that. I wonder if his dad asked him questions like that. Uh, like, did you think about it? Even just, I don't think it's disrespectful to even ask, did it cross your mind? Did, did you consider it? I don't think that would be an unfair question. I think it's completely fair. But again, we're, we're all trying to figure out the new strategy on this new extra inning thing. I really like it. I do. Um, and I started liking it last year. I'm telling you, I liked it last year when David Phelps was in that situation. I'm like, wow, this is intense. <laughs> this is wild here. So I, I just I just wonder. That's that's all. All right, uh, Freddie Peralta. I don't wonder about him. And and each start he makes, less and less wondering about his future, starting rotation of this baseball team for the next, I don't know, two three years. Burns, Woody, Peralta, Hauser, all controllable talent, all starting to peak at the same time. They got a murderer's row on that rotation. With those four guys, that's for sure. Freddie, a gem tonight. Seven shutout innings, just the one hit, eight punch outs. Here's what he had to say after the game. Freddie, how, how frustrating is a game like that to pitch as, you, as well as you did and, and come away with a no decision? You know, I think that everybody in our team tried to give the best, you know. Uh, and all we try to do as a team is try to win the game. So we do. Freddie, did you, did you feel like you had all your pitches working tonight? You only gave up one hit, they, and you stayed ahead of the hitters for the most part also. Yeah, I had all my pitches working really good today, and also Manny Pina was calling good. Uh, was calling the game really good today, too. And we had a great plan today, today before the game, too, so. Uh, everything was working really good. Freddie, you guys didn't win the game, obviously, but do you feel like that was the best start that you've made this season overall? Uh, yes, uh, it was a really good game for me today, and I um, feel great about what I what I did today. Hey, Freddie, uh, just what made you so successful against them the um, second and third time through the batting order against you know Goldschmidt, Arenado, Carlson? Like, What was your approach there? Uh, you know, they have really, really good hitters, man. And all, all, all we do is try to read the swing and the third time that they come to hit and see what's better, what we can do, uh, you know, but attack them. And, and but we, we really, like, the third time that they come, we really don't know, like, uh, what they're looking for, but what we try is make the pitch and see what we can do next and, you know, pitch by pitch.
He's all we did. Freddie, on that foul ball that Arenado hit, when it came off the bat, did you think that one was gone? Did you think it was fair? Yeah, I thought it was fair. Yep. He he got me in that one really good. But you came back and you got him in the end. Yeah. Yep. Hey, Freddie, that's uh, three starts already this year, in which you've only allowed one hit. And it's, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Uh, to this early in the season, you already have three games with only one hit. Uh, you know, it's really good. That that hurt me too because that means that uh, sometimes the hitters are looking uncomfortable, you know, and that hurt me too. Like uh, that telling me, like, okay, you can you can be more on the play and and be more aggressive with the hitters because they may are not seeing the ball really good. You know, it's my guess, but I'm not sure. But it's what that means for me. Like, probably my my pitches are working really good. Freddie, I know the priority is to win the game, but do you ever think about what it would be like to throw a no-hitter? Yes. Uh, you know, but when I'm on the mound, I don't never think about, about that. But yeah, I I think that uh, every pitcher uh, in the major league want to to throw a no hit again one day in his career, and I hope that it happens to me one time or more than one. There he is, Freddie Peralta, after his gem tonight. That is uh, just amazing, and the the future is looking bright uh, for these pitchers, that's for sure. Seven shutout innings tonight. It's just just a shame the Brewers didn't come up with the uh, victory tonight. They fall in 11 innings. More on sacrifice bunting in the recent history of the Brewers. You may be surprised by a couple of more tidbits that we dug up here for tonight's conversation. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Like I said, 11 innings, 6-1 loss. We'll be back here on The Fan. What's on tap for the crew? What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. Yeah, before we get to a little forward thinking, let's let's go backwards again. Let's let's just go back and, and explore a little bit more on the uh, extinction of the sacrifice bunt, since we're you know mainly talking about that tonight. Um, and, and again, giving a ton of credit to Freddie's performance for sure. Brewers fans should be super excited about uh, these front four guys in that rotation. So um, they don't bunt too much under Craig Council. Craig Council bunted a lot in his career. Now, again, there's a couple of things to consider. One would be different times. There's more information now, even than 10 years ago. Uh, we, we went through uh, back to 19. How about 2018? When they had just, I mean, they had a 96 win uh, season and uh, Yelich was there, the, the whole nine, Lorenzo Kane doing his thing. Okay, what did they do in 18 then? They had 29 bunts as a team. Okay, so 29, and, and that's a team that could hit the long ball. So we, we see it start to disappear 
probably uh, based on the numbers right around the time. Oh, look at this. Uh, right around 15 in all of Major, major League Baseball. That's where uh, Craig Council took over. Hmm. Uh, all right. In his career, he had averaged as a player six sacrifice um, per season for 16 years. Now let's roll the clock back just to get a get a grasp on this. Go back to uh, 2011. All right, that's a Ron Renneke-led team. That is, uh, you know, a really good hitting baseball team. What about the sacrifice bunts there? Eighty-five. Okay. Every other game. Now we take to be fair, new era, more information. And we will take the pitchers out of the equation. You know what I mean? That, that, because we expect that in the NL, that the pitcher, hey, uh, they're, they're a couple of at-bats per per start. If there's a runner on and less than two outs, they're going to be sacrificing, even with one out. They'll, they'll give up the second out to get them over. But 85? Uh, that was a Niger Morgan team, right? Yeah, Niger led the team with 15. 15. <laughs> 15. Sean Markham had 12. Carlos Gomez in 94 games had 8. Craig Council, remember that's the season that he went, what was it, like 0 for 32 or something? 45. Oh, even worse. He had 5 in this season yes, in 187 he... plate appearances. And again, you just wonder if a team that can hit the ball would be sacrificing than a team that doesn't hit the ball with the game on the line there, you you would think you'd take a pop at it. It's still, I'm trying to wrap my brain around this. I'm literally trying to, to figure this thing out. Bottom of the order, a team that doesn't hit the ball real well, got a runner at second with nobody out. Why wouldn't you? Not every time. I'm not saying every time, but once in a while, if you're feeling it, hey, I like this. I like the way Luke Maley bunts or whatever. I like Jacob Nottingham, Avi Garcia. I'd like him to put down whoever it might be. I don't care who it is. If you're feeling it, I mean, that that might be the uh, situation to do it. So there's been a couple of situations this year here uh, that I would point to to say that, yeah, that that, uh, would call for the playing for the run. In this case, tonight would have been playing for the win without a hit. Didn't even need a hit. Sacrifice him over. Get a fly ball. You win a baseball game. No hits. You win a baseball game. But not to be tonight. They fall 19 and 17 now in the 2021 championship season. They'll go back at it tomorrow. It's game two of this three-game set against division rival St. Louis and Woodruff on the hill for the crew. There's the good news, right, Evan? Yes, it is. He is two and one with a 173 ERA. Been absolutely incredible leading that rotation for the Brewers. But for the Cardinals, John Gant, the right-hander, is 2-3 and three with a 2.15 ERA on the season, so a tough competitor himself. Yeah, these, these guys are good. St. Louis is a very good baseball team, and it looks like this is going to be a race all the way through, all the, all the way through the summer. Man, can't wait for tomorrow. And uh, after the last pitch of Game 2, you make the switch. Meet me right here. We'll talk some Brewers baseball, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Uh, There'll be better days, better results than this, but what a performance for Freddie Peralta. Let's see, bullpens being used on both sides in this game, so tomorrow's going to be interesting. 
probably see Brent Suter in the game, a Drew Rasmussen in the game. They do have some weapons to get this thing done, but Woody's got to perform tomorrow, and we'll talk some Brewers baseball. For Evan Heffelfinger, my name is Tim Allen. You guys have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow night after the game, and despite the results here, smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back. Smile back.